we're going to start with a little brain exercise. I want to try and do this each time to give us a little kickstart and get you thinking about your character to, you know, basically add a little flavor to your character that you can work in eventually, that kind of stuff. A little so, flavor sauce. A little flavor sauce. <laughs> yeah. So the question to start us off is, what is your character's favorite thing to eat? Thane. <laughs> well, <laughs> mushroom casserole. Oh, stop. Hands down? Hands down. All right. Or hands up. Any style you like. Mine is wild mushrooms. Okay. Uh, Whatever. Rocks. Gold. <laughs> what did you say? Gold. Gold. <laughs> don't give me the money. <laughs> uh, fish. Okay. I don't know. No, dwarf wouldn't eat fish, would they? Where would they get it? See, this is where my complete you mountain goat, lamb, or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> nice mountain goat steak. Nearly <laughs> <laughs> hits the spot after a long day in the dill. Okay. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them, and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Vardalong. This is Rhett from Stack of Dice. I'm the DM, and with me I have... Thane as Peter Greyhawk. Michael as Womberbash Benson Mom. Meredith as Tira Ironstag. And we are going to continue our adventure. If you'll remember from last time, our heroes, Tira, Bash, and Peter, had just finished a battle with some bandits and found themselves with a prisoner named Jarrett. He explained that he was an undercover militiaman sent to investigate the rumors of bandit activity in the nearby Griphook Forest. The party decided they wanted to check on his story. Unfortunately, when they set out to return to Arden, the forest seemed to prevent them from heading out. Before they knew it, they were making their way deeper into the trees. At last, they emerged from the dark forest into a glade, where they met an enormous stag that could speak. Revealing that he had ancient ties with Tira's ancestor, he explained that an evil was growing, and that he could sense our three heroes' ability to face the threat. After a surprisingly emotional conversation, the stag revealed the location of a series of challenges that would test their mettle and that they would know they were in the right place when the mountain sang to them. Setting out on the path, the party saw the first sign, which read, Resolve. After an arduous journey, they emerged in a dale high in the mountains that overlook Arden. What lies ahead? Will they be able to overcome the challenges? What exactly is the mysterious stag? Only time will make these clear as we tell our story together. Who's ready to tell a story? Me. Me. I guess. All right. Uh, I wanted to make sure that we have a clear picture of the dale in our minds, so I wanted to revisit that description. The path you had been following along the mountainside has opened out into a pleasant dale. Viewed from above, the dale is roughly triangular, with the point off to your left and the base to your right following the mountainside, where it suddenly drops off. The area where you entered is about 100 yards across, and although it narrows off to your left where the point is. Green velvety grass fills the area with a sweet smell. It's long, the grass, but not overly tall, perhaps up to the knees on the humans and a bit higher on the dwarf. <laughs> White flowers are sprinkled throughout, giving the area a peaceful look. As I mentioned last time, aside from the dale, there are two interesting features. Directly across from you is a stone face, like a cliff. It extends from the broad end of the dale's far side to the narrow end. It's sheer and about 100 feet high. It doesn't look like it would be easy to climb. Thankfully, there's a single circular tower that rises, looking like it provides a way up the face. It's directly across from you. An open archway at the tower's base reveals a shadowy interior that invites you to enter. The other feature of notice is a bridge. Its near end supposedly begins somewhere atop the stone face, but it's obscured by the cliff. Its span extends forward and to the right, running about a hundred yards before it seems to terminate in the side of the next mountain. There doesn't appear to be a door there, the bridge just ends. From what you can see, it's delicate, narrow, and its white stone sparkles in the morning's light. The slender design seems improbable, as though it shouldn't last a single minute in these rough mountains. 
Yet, there it is. What do you want to do? I walk over to the tower. All right. Uh, so Peter just strides off across the <laughs> the dale. Uh, along the way, again, you're, you're just noticing the, the beauty of the place and perhaps feeling comfort at being in such an open place where you're not yeah. hugging the side of the mountain. Yeah. And you see Peter take off. I'm going to uh, uh, go or lie down face down onto the, the ground and just smell the grass. It mm. smells lovely. Uh, it's a rich soil that the grass is growing from, and it's early enough in the spring that it's still loamy, and it it's obviously had a lot of melt water coming from the snow as it's starting to melt up above. Uh, but it's it's just... Like, like you're used to in the forest, it it's nature. Mm. Tira? Um, I guess I'm going to call after Peter to say, hey, don't you think we should all go together or something? You're just going to walk off without us. Yeah, sorry, I thought you guys were coming with me. <laughs> well, you can just suggest that we all go check out the tower. So I'm going to go check out the tower. Hey, let's go to the tower. I'm just smelling this grass. This grass smells really good. I wonder what it tastes like. I think I'm going to try to taste a little bit of it just to see what it is. I wouldn't suggest that. You're not there. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, you took oh, off. Oh, I thought I'd <laughs> You, you took a few steps, we're assuming, and yeah. then turned around when I they tira, were... I, I kind of, hey, don't you think you should wait and we should discuss what we want to do next? Hey, how about we all go to the tower? All right, I'm fine with that. I'm just going to take a couple of blades of this grass, though, and hold on to it because it might taste good on some, some meat or something like that a little later. Okay, you pick some blades of grass, mm -hmm. and uh, if you want to write that in your inventory, you're welcome to. All right, <laughs> so without any other things that you want to do, you just head off across the dale. I guess. Yeah. All right. You come to the tower, and the entrance to the tower is a square door frame with no door in it. Strange. Above it, carved upon the lintel in neat block letters, is the word resolve. Mm. As you enter the tower, the wind drops away and you're standing on a thick wooden step in a spiral staircase that goes up and down. Each step is broad enough to hold all three of you comfortably side by side and sticks out from a groove in the wall. There's no central support, although a rectangular central pillar of segmented wood climbs up the center. So basically the steps are connected at the wall and not at the middle pillar. Hmm. While you can't see into the inky depths below, it's light enough in the upward direction. In fact, you notice with a start that there is no top to the tower. The sky is visible through the circular opening at the roof. So you're all inside checking this out? I guess, yeah. All right. So who's going to go first? What do you mean go first? Go up? Yeah, go right. up first. Well, as the last of you enters, the stone wall of the tower slides shut, and it's immediately impossible to tell where the archway was. Nice. <laughs> uh, Tira, I do want you to understand yeah. that as a dwarf, you see that the stonework of this tower is remarkable. Okay. The stones are perfectly fitted together, and there's no sign of mortar whatsoever, but the weight of the stones, just like the Washington Monument. Mm -hmm. There's no mortar in that, but it's mm -hmm. the weight of the stones that holds the building together. Whoever did this was a master craftsman. I have never seen anything like this in all my years in the Dell. This is, this is amazing. Who, who could have built such a structure? I don't know, but I'm feeling kind of closed in right now. Um, and I'm, yeah. seeing, I'm, I'm seeing sky. I think I'm going to go up a little bit because uh, I'm getting kind of claustrophobic, I think, in here. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to do that. You guys, I, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll follow you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 Let's yeah, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so you set off. Uh, how many, uh, how far? Do you just want to go all the way to the top? Yeah, I'm going to just try to head yeah, on up to heading, the top. we're heading towards the top. Okay. You make it about one full revelation, revolution, not revelation, on the staircase, the moment you move to the next step, several things happen at once. First, a dull boom sounds from the darkness below, and each of you feels a lurch in your stomach as a hard breeze blows from behind you. A deafening clacking sound fills the hollow tower. Second, it appears the tower is twisting upward clockwise, extending its length to a height equal to the distance you just climbed. I'm going to run. Third up, <laughs> third, up above, you see, you, you can see the central column is also shooting upward, and wooden steps, it's basically a, a column of wooden steps, and 
they're just flipping and sliding down the groove to fill in. So basically the staircase is growing, expanding along with the tower. And a distant squeaking echoes up and down the tower's length, but after a moment it stops. When the tower seems to reach the new height, there's a heavy boom and you feel yourselves lurch backwards and then forwards as though the world has just shaken. How fast did that occur? Within seconds. So it's like... You walked we, we up. We tried to go up, mm-hmm. but the tower uh, went so up with us. Uh, it went up, and we're basically at the same height we were. Yes. Before just the whole thing moved. Yeah. So you went up the stairs one full revolution. Yeah. And then at that point, it looked like the tower just went right up again that much, and the central pillar just started popping out more mm-hmm. stairs that slid down. And mm-hmm. so basically, the stairway has extended. I'm going to try to run up the stairs like right. at full speed. Uh, are you going to wait for the others, or you're just no? Going I'm just going to start running. I just take off. You see, Bash starts sprinting up the stairs, and he's he's going <laughs> slows down just a little bit after a few seconds, and a yeah. little bit more. But then, again, once you get about to that full revolution, <laughs> now the rest of you are they the same distance away from me though? Because it all moved the, together. The rest of you, you find yourselves now in the dark. Right, so we've gone down? You you seem to have gone down. I'm right. going to move up to be at the same position as Womberbash. Okay, it's hard to tell. Okay, so you're moving up to where he is? All right. Yes. Yeah. And Tira, I you're moving up to? Well, I'm thinking this must, kind of like with the trees of the forest cl- closing in to prevent us from going that way. It seems to me that this is an indication that the tower wants us to go down. Uh, wait, we can, wait, we can go down? Yeah, it goes yeah, both it up. Goes it goes both, both up and, goes up and okay. down. I don't like we the could, look of the we darkness. We couldn't see into the, you know, because it was dark down there. We only reason we can see up because it's open at the top. But <clears throat> I really this, don't want to go down. I, I, well, I it's dark, and I, I want to see the. Well, I can see in the dark, guys. I mean, I, I can see better in the dark well, than either of what's you. What's it look like down there? As you glance down into the shaft of the tower, it's actually difficult to see. Uh, you can see I mean, you can I'm, see about thirty feet down, mm-hmm. but after that, it's dark again. So, well, for some uh, reason, your vision has been affected. Okay. Oh no! I was referring to if we go down there, I'll be able to see better than you, but I won't. There's no light at all. Cause that, that's what I meant. That with yeah, my, I understand what you're saying. Okay. Um, the only way to tell is to do that, right? But, so that's what I'm assuming at this point. You know, that's what I was trying to mm-hmm. reassure Bash here. If we go down there, I will be able, I will probably be able to see something. All right. Well, I, I definitely need a torch. I'm going to, I'm going to light a torch here. Okay. Okay. Right. I think right. we should light torches and try to go down because this is, this really seems the same as the forest. Well, this thing seems to be moving. I, let's go down and see if it moves as we go down. If it moves up as we go down, I'm going to be very confused. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, maybe, maybe we all, I, I can light a torch too, I guess. Okay. The same one that I I used before. (laughs) So I'm not wasting torches. Relax. That's right. What? What? I didn't say. Are you good? Nothing. nothing. Wait, who are you talking to? No one. No one. It's fine. Oh. Okay. He's talking. Here he goes again. (laughs) You make your way after after taking some time to Mm -hmm. light your torches. You make your way down the spiral staircase, and after about two full revolutions, you come to the floor of the tower. Oh. Well, <laughs> you descend into the darkness, and the humans are definitely outside the range of your torches. You're trying to see into the Stygian gloom, but Tira feels right at home. Her nose is twitching in comfort at the smell of damp stone. Mm-hmm. The circle above narrows slightly as you make that rev- those revolutions downward, and at that point, you step out onto a stone floor. Ah. Now, two things pique your interest down here at the base of the tower— First, you find the stairway groove ends here okay. at a notched pillar with a button on top. Button on top. Imagine a pillar rising from the floor. It's about three feet high, and okay. then there's a button on top of that, but there's a notch in the side of the pillar. Oh, don't worry. I'll get a tear. I can't reach the button. And what you notice also <laughs> is that... You need some help? Want to boost? You're funny. Uh, that the the ah. bottommost stair actually is in that, that notch in, in the that pillar. Notch. Okay. I go over and I press the button on okay, the pillar. Okay, now you're all standing on the bottom stair. I press the button on the pillar. Okay. Oh, dear. It's a, it's a, it's a pressing button? It's I a pressing button. I'm going to jump off my stair. Because 
I don't want to be anywhere. Maybe there. I reach out. Yeah. Peter, wait, as he's oh. extending his hand. Should she roll like a dexterity saving throw or something to do that? That's all right. She grabs your hand. I just okay. grab your hand. You, you reach slowly for the button. You feel Well, the, maybe the, we can assume that I'm nearest to it. And okay. He has to reach across me. And so That's I stop fine. his hand. Peter, wait. We don't know. We, you don't have any idea what that button's going to do. Let's, let, me, let me look around for a second. I really can't see anything. You see a doorway or something? I don't like this. Uh, well, I don't that, see that's a doorway the other yet. Thing. Oh, oh, that's the other thing. Oh, dear. You see a, the mouth of a tunnel of obviously dwarven design opposite Whoa. you. Based on your stone sense, Tira, you know it leads into the stone face against which the tower is built. Okay. So because of your innate ability to detect direction underground, yeah. you know that the tower was built against the cliff. Mm-hmm. This goes into the cliff. Okay. I'm looking around to see if there's any torches on the wall I can light up. And it does appear to lead upward. You can see the, the slope of the stair of, of okay. the path in the tunnel. And All right. It does have an upward elevation to it. it smells All weird. Right. I'm thinking we should leave this button for now. I'd like to explore that. Uh, I'd like to explore the path a little bit more. Okay. You guys can walk, you guys can stay behind me. I know where I'm going. I'm so tempted to just press the button the minute she turns her back and on me. And I. <laughs> okay, she, she turns her back. So it's fair game. Yeah. I turn. Mm. I, well, I don't know if I'm going to turn my back on him because I, I don't think I have a whole lot of trust in Peter just yet. Well, it sounded like you were headed off to explore the tunnel, in which case. I said, I think we should. I, uh-huh. wanna, I want to. I, I, think we, I think we should leave the button alone for now. And I would like us to, I'd like to explore this tunnel. I see, know where I'm going. Do you see any torches this. in the tunnel by any chance? Nope, I'm sorry. But we're all carrying torches, aren't we? Yeah, that's a little bit As I move along, I stand there in hesitation for a bit, my hand half stretched out, and then I decide against it and uh, jog to catch up with them. Okay. All right, so uh, are you going with Tira? Absolutely, yes. All right. So the three of you head for the mouth of the tunnel, and it is definitely a spiraling ascent. Okay. Do you want to go far into it, or are you just poking your head in, basically? Well, I mean, proceeding with some caution, mm-hmm. I guess, but I'm feeling fairly confident and curious. So I'm just going to, I'm not just sticking my head in the door and looking around. Sure. I mean, I'm going to strike out into it. Okay. And I the just, rest of you are okay with that? Mm-hmm. I guess. I just realized that something clearly unnatural just happened in the tower, and Peter did not say anything about it. Oh. So it's going to say something about it now. <laughs> what just happened at the tower? <laughs> well, I I still think it's the, kind of the same thing as what happened in the forest when, before we met the stag. This is such a fluke. I know it. The, the monotheists are obviously trying to trick us. Heels out. If you're there, I know you're there. <laughs> if you're there, I know you're there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so as he says it. that, he pulls out his tinfoil hat. <laughs> Texas Lizard People website. That's right. Okay. Uh, So you make your way up the gentle ramp, and that's really what it is. It's Mm -hmm. just a very wide ramp that that makes its way up. And after about five minutes of walking, you emerge in, it looks like you're at the top of the cliff. Well done. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. That that was easy. Yeah. Well, I wasn't sure... Basically, it was an endless staircase. So yeah. the, uh, that button, not to ruin it too much for you, Aww. that button actually shoots the bottommost stair into the pillar. So the pillar lifts up enough for the stair to shoot in. And then as the stairs come down, then hit that button, it triggers the button and it shoots the stairs off the bottom. And that stack just goes up. And then the top ones flip back down and slide down into place. So Aww. you weren't, the tower wasn't actually growing. Right. You were just sliding backward and yeah. it looked like it was twisting up. Yeah. But Peter doesn't know that. So, so that as was, far as that he's was concerned, to together. this oh, is some man. serious. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't let you. <laughs> no, that's you okay. Know, he a whole thing put yeah. together and. That's probably where so I spent care. the most of my time. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, honey. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's I, okay. I was like, don't push the button, Peter. Let's go. <laughs> I'm probably going to cut all that exposition out. Uh, oh, but that was cool. Well, yeah. I, I, I wanted that junk out. <laughs> we have to leave it in now. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so after about five minutes of gradual upward climbing, you emerge from the tunnel. You find you're standing in a stone hut. There's a doorway, no door again, and a white gravel path leads to the beginning of the bridge a few short yards away. Okay, I'm just so happy, like I'm out of that 
dark, dank. I, I mean, I just, I feel, I feel a little bit better and I'm like, you know, not feeling as claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. Well, from here, through the open doorway, you can see some of the bridge's workmanship. There's no railing, (laughs) but the stones fit together again perfectly. The stone is white and gleams in the morning's light. The span is quite narrow, three feet at the near end and at the far end, but it seems to narrow to about two feet in the middle. So it's just a very gentle gathering in and then spreading back out. It's it's hundred yard length crosses the yawning space between the far mountain and this one. As I mentioned before, the far end of the bridge appears to end right at the mountain's face, so you weren't missing anything down below. There's, it it mm-hmm. just looks like the bridge runs smack into the side of the mountain opposite okay. you. How how thick is the bridge itself? It, it looks like it's about three feet thick, even at the middle point. Okay, but may, maybe there is a little bit of. Mm-hmm. Uh, of narrowing there yeah. too. So what's, the, what's the wind like? <laughs> it's it's a very calm morning. There there is a breeze, but it's not okay. not like it could be. Up I'm going to take my rope out of my explorer's pack, mm-hmm. and I'm going to take a stone, and I'm going to tie it on the end of the rope, and go over to the bridge, and I'm going to swing it up and catch it, and then I'm going to tie myself to that rope. So if I were to fall off, it would just be mm-hmm. one big hoop, and I would just um. Nice. Just That's a good idea. Nice. Before that happens, though. As you step forward on the gravel path, something below the gravel shifts Uh underneath your foot. Mm -hmm. It shifts disconcertingly. There's a bit of a pause, and then the ground begins to shake. Up ahead, you see the delicate arch of the bridge crack, split jaggedly, then whole sections out of the center fall into the abyss. The ends of the bridge remain, with perhaps about 10 yards of bridge jutting out on this side and less on the far side. As I move closer, do more pieces um, no, that's come it. off? That's it? So basically the entire bridge, but for 10 yards here and 10 yards on the other side. Thanks, Wamberbash. <laughs> what just happened? What did you step on? The path. Did you feel anything under your feet? I'm I mean, it shifted a little bit. That was it. I mean, I'm not really that heavy, am I? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go over to the gravel around his feet and just dig, dig yeah. it, dig it up. Okay, okay. is there like a button underneath it or something? As as you dig the gravel away, you get down far enough. After a few minutes, the two of you working together, mm-hmm. you, you scoot enough away that you see that there is something that looks like a pressure plate. Stinking monotheists. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna head over to the bridge. Like, um, what's the distance between the the end of our side of the bridge and the mountain face? Like eighty yards at this point. Yeah, about actually ninety. Ninety yards. Approximately ninety yards, because from your side, the end of your side to the mountain face is about ninety yards. I could jump that distance. And 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 I am. How far is our end of the bridge to the bridge uh, on the other side? There's a there's an eighty yard gap between. Your the two ends. I see. Okay. W- what do we do? <sighs> oh, I'm sorry. There was more. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. I was good. Say, yeah, well, uh, <laughs> all right. The, the adventure's all way down. We're fairly well stymied. As the as the last piece of the bridge falls away, the top slab of stone on the bridge's nearest pillar flips around like this. Uh, it, it rotates 180 uh-huh. degrees, and now it reveals a new side. Uh, as as it moves into place, a hollow spot in the corner of that slab catches the morning breeze, and an eerie whistling fills the air. Uh. And it appears there is something on that slab. Okay, oh, and where is this slab? Look yeah, at like, at the the pillar, the closest pillar of the bridge. I walk over to under that the bridge. Time. No, it's it's like. Like at the entrance to the bridge, there's a pillar on either side. Oh, okay. All right. And the, 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 let's say the left one okay. had that happen. So the top of the, of the pillar just mm-hmm. rotated. It flipped upside down, and it's revealed something. It also exposed a hole in the yeah. stone that causes whistling when the breeze passes through it. All right. Well, I'm going to go there. A... I walk over to it with Tira. Yeah. Okay. We're going to go check it out. I might go to the other pillar okay. right next to it. There's nothing remarkable about that pillar, but on the one that Tira and Peter approach, at the top in fixed letters is the word dwarves. The bottom section is recessed and eight tiles fill it, spelling out or elves. There's enough room to slide the letters up and rearrange them, kind of like one of those tile puzzles. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I had one of those. Uh, so 
basically those letters are movable. Also, in the bottom left corner of the slab is a button. Hmm. So, what's the puzzle? Yeah, it seems it seems like it's a clue of some kind, or we have to rearrange. <gasps> Ooh, what'd you think of? It's the the word that we keep coming into <gasps> oh, resolve. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. So I can we, do we push a button, or do we? Or can we move the? I think we move them first, and then we push the button when we're done. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna. Where's the, where does the space go though? Wait. There's a space in there. Let's put it at the end. Okay, at the end. And then I push the button. I'm going to push the button. Right. So, so we re- reordered Guys. it. Reordered it to be R-E-S-O-L-V-E and the space at the end. Yes. And then Tira reaches out and pushes push the button. The button. <clears throat> A deep resonant chime sounds throughout the dale. You have passed the challenge of resolve. Nice. This I is, figured it out this, first. I figured it out first. <laughs> it, feels like, it feels like Journey or... Uh, then, uh, then something right. amazing happens. There's another rumbling, and then the missing pieces of the bridge rise smoothly back into place. At the same time, the face of the mountain at the other end of the bridge swings open silently. From within, you can see a flicker of light. Peter is seriously freaking out right now. He's, he's like he's like looking up, seeing if there's like some sort of rope and pulley system up at the top. Yeah, there, there's no see. visible ropes now. You Tira, you did hear a hissing sound as the pieces fitted back into place, almost like a. Okay. But aside from that, there wasn't anything that really stood out as to why these pieces would come back. Yeah, he's he's really not comfortable. I'm amazed. I'm really impressed and just excited. I'm hungry. <laughs> I really need to eat. You have your grass? You got your grass on you. Yeah. That's, that's a garnish. Uh, <laughs> this grass, grass is a garnish. Is a garnish. <laughs> um, I'm walking across. Are you going to do the rope thing? Yes, I'm going to do the rope thing. That way I don't fall off just in case. I would like for you to go ahead and take an inspiration point sure. for that. Oh, okay. Mark that in the upper left corner I'm, of your I'm, seat. Uh, yeah, there's, there's I, I do that too. <laughs> what did you think of it? <laughs> I'm going to think of some other cool way to do it. I'm, I'm gonna, just going to start walking because he's going to hang from the underside and do the spider. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can I do that and get inspiration? No. As a reminder, inspiration gives you one free d20 roll. That at, at your discretion, you can re-roll a, a low roll. So, in addition to your luck, <laughs> you hey. can use that inspiration point. <laughs> he All right. fist pumps yeah, here excitingly. I'm just really excited. I am not going to fiddle with rope slings or whatever. And actually, when I'm, you... I'm just kind of, you know, I'm comfortable with stone. And I'm so impressed with the craftsmanship craftsmanship of this bridge. I'm not worried about it falling apart. And I'm just... What? What? You guys are laughing at me. No. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm just going to... I'm going to head out. I'm going to yeah. track out the... I was looking at... I was looking at the craftsmanship as well. Oh, oh, no. That's not what I said. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, actually, as as you step out onto the bridge, especially you, Tira, you feel Mm -hmm. that the stone surface, which looks so delicate and and smooth, Mm -hmm. is actually... It's got a good grit to it. Yeah. And so your boots are just digging in it. it, it, There is nothing lacking in the design of this bridge. You you don't even feel like it's as narrow as it is. This is beautiful. This is narrow. <laughs> this is terrifying. <laughs> I I um, am hesitant to go across because I don't e- I don't even believe my own eyes. I, I Peter has this di- like in the very back of his mind. He thinks that this is all real, but most of it is this is obviously an illusion. I must be dreaming. I didn't sleep well enough last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm already a third of the way across the bridge at yeah, this I, point. I wonder, I wonder if there's food. She disappears inside the mountain while Peter's back there <laughs> deliberating. I'm following <laughs> after. I bite my lip. Yeah. <laughs> so, after watching them both, making sure that they get across the bridge, then I cross. Has <laughs> Bash already made it across the bridge? I mean, he seems to be going across yeah. really tentatively. Meanwhile, Peter is doing the what about Bob where he's trying to dive off the dock. <laughs> he's grinding <laughs> his foot into the dock. <laughs> All right. Okay. 
So you all eventually make it across the bridge. The other two are tapping their feet impatiently by the time you make it inside. <laughs> I, I do this kind of tightrope thing where I put both my arms out to balance myself. Yeah, but even you, Peter, uh, feeling... Even you. <laughs> even me. <laughs> even with your apparent hesitation about the height, as you step out onto the bridge, you realize this is not as bad as I thought it was going to be. So just something about the construction of the bridge feels much more solid and safe to you. All right. When you set foot in the tunnel opposite, you hear a crackling sound coming from up ahead. Crackling? Like a like fire? Or is it like electricity? There's a short section of straight tunnel, and then it makes a quick jog to the left. So whatever it is, you can't see. Okay. Well, do, I, I, do I smell food? <laughs> you don't. Mm. Oh, I thought I smelled food. Well, but... We hear a crackling like a fire. Maybe those. Maybe there's. Maybe this is a more well lit passage. Let's we'll check it there. out. Let's check it out. We'll go there. All right. The tunnel is short, only about ten feet long. Before it makes another ten foot jog to the left. Its walls are smooth with neatly squared walls. At its end, you enter a large circular chamber about thirty feet in diameter. As you enter, three things stand out to you. First. In the middle of the chamber, a shaft of light illuminates a large statue group composed of several figures. It appears to depict a moment of great activity because several things are happening all at once among the four people. On the right, a figure has lunged forward, his face a mask of rage. He wields a massive sword and has plunged it into the heart of another man. At the foot of this first figure is a bas-relief inscription of a sword. The man who... Uh, the second figure, the man who has been stabbed, is falling backward over a flat slab of stone, the agony of the sword thrust captured in the delicate contours of his carved face. His right hand is losing its grip on a large axe, and a ragged-looking blanket is slipping from its place on his shoulders. Entwined between his legs is a wolf. Its baleful eyes are fixed on the swordsman as its fangs are bared. At the foot of the second figure is a bas-relief inscription of a wolf's head. Behind the stabbed man is a woman of fine features. Interestingly, her ears are pointed, something you've only ever heard as being ascribed to the elves of ancient tales. Her face is hard and angry. It looks as though she's shouting something, and her hands reach for a slender bow at her back. At the foot of this woman is a bas-relief inscription of a stylized star. The final figure is a man in robes. The sculptor's hand has somehow made the cloth look comfortable, yet homespun. He holds up both hands. One hand faces in the direction of the woman, palm toward her as though entreating her to stop reaching for her bow. The other faces the swordsman, palm up. This final figure's face looks sad and beseeching at the same time, the eyes imploring an end to the violence while almost seeming to fill with tears. At his feet is a bas-relief inscription of a stag's head. Yes. The second thing you notice <laughs> is a pedestal. So th that's the statue group. Okay. The, the second thing you notice is a pedestal just in front of the statue group. Its surface contains the word compassion, under which is a series of inscriptions, a sword, a wolf's head, a star, and a stag's head. Each is slightly raised as though it can be depressed. And finally, beyond the statue group and slightly to its right is a clear case made of something substantial. It seems to be the source of the crackling you heard from the entrance tunnel. Inside the case is an intricate metal structure from which arc white lines of something you've never seen before. It almost looks like lightning. The lines glow with an almost tangible heat through the thick, clear material. Even, uh, even though it's thick, you can still feel a, a warmth radiating from it. A metal rod set in the floor extends from the case to the statue group. Wow. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot of detail here. Um, if, you, if you want me to repeat anything, I can do uh, that. Okay, so <laughs> what did we do? I, I walk right up to the guy with who had his had the sad look on his face, mm -hmm. and trying to entreat the other ones uh, to stop the violence, and then I read the inscription, or I see the inscription, mm -hmm. and then I walk over to the panel and I see that there's a stag's head there, and I press the stag's head. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. Another deep, resonant chime sounds through the chamber. You have passed the challenge of compassion. I know huh? with, I know with, I know with <laughs> what? This, 
<laughs> I know what the statues mean. The statues. I, I am clearly the only person who knows well, nothing about what's going on. He, because he doesn't. He was, Bash well, I, I was mean, Bash was very um, resolute. Resolute. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I was trying to think of a different one, but yeah. I just love how he just totters right up. Bash was extremely resolute. He just walked up, looked at a guy, and pushed a button. Where I was freaking out, thinking, "Wait, don't push buttons." Saints over here going. He knows what everything is, and Rhett's like, "Yeah, you passed the challenge." And I'm going, "Huh." Oh, well, that's okay. You want to walk through your reasoning? I mean, he, he, he has like yeah. an ability of some kind that we don't know about. No, I was looking at the, the, the way the, the, the beautiful carvings, and, and then I saw the words. Um, but then I went over to the guy, and I saw that, you know, he was showing compassion. And so I went over, and I hit the, 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 the inscription, basically, or, the, or the, the symbol that was under him, which was the stag's head, which was compassion. Okay. So out of those, the swordsman uh-huh. was apparently not being compassionate. No. The man being stabbed was not being, being compassionate. The, elf, the, yeah. the elf was not either. The, the she woman was... She looked mad like she was screaming. And then, right, so the, the figure with the robes and the stag's head seemed uh. to be the only one showing compassion. So that, that was Bash's line of reasoning and why uh. he chose that particular mm-hmm. button. Now, as you push the button... The, the deep resonant chime sounds through the chamber and it almost makes your teeth vibrate. It's so, mm-hmm. it just deep. runs through you. The statue begins to change. The swordsman's arms and sword pull back. No way. Crossing over <laughs> its chest and the whole statue of that man sinks into the floor. The stone slab under the stab man rises slightly and shifts forward, covering the hole into which the swordman has disappeared. Meanwhile, the stab man basically leans backward over the stone and lies flat on his back with his arms crossed and holding the axe down the length of his body. Like he's dead? And his eyes close. Okay. Are these, are these statues Hold jolted? On. Okay. Yeah, uh, you didn't really inspect it closely enough. If you want to, when I'm done with the description, okay. you can do that. The wolf shifts to the side and sits, its head hanging sadly. The woman and remaining man rotate inward to face the slab and they both hold their hands in front of them, and their heads are bowed. As a final touch, hundreds of little projections suddenly pop up all over the statue group. And the room fills with a humming sound. Hundreds of little what? Projections. Like spikes? No, not spikes. They look more like more buttons. Oh, hundreds of buttons. Hundreds of buttons. Oh, The metal structure in the case begins to whine and sparks fly even more furiously as the white lines begin to writhe across its surface. Uh, A large button has appeared next to each figure in the group. Uh, The pedestal surface also slides, flipping upside down. On this surface is the word WIT. Below the word is a series of seven white rectangular keys At about this time, a deep-throated sound echoes in the chamber's close confines. That is what you hear play. Is it repetitive? What yeah, does it repeat or is it just that one? Just the ones for now. Uh, what I would like you to do is on your iPhones, especially if you have GarageBand, you, um, can, you can pull that up and use it as an analog for what you see on the... Uh, it, basically, the, the, the white rectangles represent okay. keys and they, they are pushable. Okay, so like piano keys... After about 30 seconds, you hear it again. So while we're just standing there, it just keeps doing that every 30 seconds? Or? Uh, and that, that happened as a result of all the figures changing. No yeah, one's so, pushing any more buttons, right? So the swordsmen sink to the ground. Yeah. Axeman uh, took, his, took his place and then lay down in death. The wolf uh, went next to him and Hanging bowed, his his, head. Uh, bowed his head. And then the elf and the man turned to each other and kind of put their hands as if in prayer. 
and are looking sad. Yeah, and, and heads bowed. Heads bowed. Terms, you know. The sound yeah. plays again. So I step over to the keys. I just press the one oh, in the middle, the fourth, yeah. yeah, fourth middle one. Okay. Do I do it? Yeah. Again. Nothing happened, huh? Uh, I press one to the left. One to the left. Okay. So I press that again. One up. And then three down. One more. One more. That, that's, the bottom, oh. that's the bottom one. All right. Uh, <laughs> here, can I see that? So you would need to move up. So, so it's this yeah. F to this. So I press the fifth key from the left. Okay. Then one up. All the then the F. three down. No. Sorry. Fifth one. Yeah. Sixth one. Up. One. And then the four down. down. No, that's too low, isn't it? No. Five, six. Sorry. <laughs> Get away, Peter. I'll do this. <laughs> and then the... I've got my dwarf in here for music. <laughs> cracks her knuckles. And All right, here we go. Down. Here we go. <laughs> okay, so I guess... I guess it's, oh, okay. I guess it's so, so the fifth, I got it. I've got, got it now. Sixth. So it's five, six, two, three... No, no, I, That's I, right, no, isn't no. It? Play, play, play the fifth one again. So it was a fourth note. So what? So play five, six, two, yeah. and then five. That's that? it. That's it. Was that right? it? It sounds very much like what's playing. Okay. Here it comes again. Okay. Okay, so five, six, two, four. That's that's the right interval. That was a fourth. So that's mm -hmm. it. So we do that. What happens? Nothing. Well, what? <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> he just looks while Rebash okay, just comes yeah. up and leans on the keys. <laughs> okay, I'm going to start playing for release and see what happens there. Chopsticks. No, I'm right. not. <laughs> green well, we, sleeves, okay, green so sleeves. we heard that. Yeah. We hear the sound, we duplicate, so nothing happens. Do we have to play it backwards, maybe? Try playing it backwards. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then back to the C. Wait, he said, Is that a C? Yeah. You sure? <laughs> yeah. So it says on the keyboard, and from looking at it, that's at the bottom of the two. <laughs> the thing that was listening must have misheard, and now something happens. <laughs> well, we're in a different octave than you. Oh, wait, so is it the kind of thing where when we play it right and it, your phone's listening and something will happen? Oh, well, I don't understand. We're clearly in a different key than what yours is playing because yeah, the notes don't actually ma match up. I'm sorry, I'm just moving. <laughs> Let me hear it again. Okay, so it's a D, not a C. 
So we were we were down we were off a key. That's that's a D, not a C that okay. you started on. Oh, so we play that. Go ahead. Okay, so we figured it out. <laughs> All right, now what happens? Nothing. Oh come <laughs> on! <laughs> Are you for real? Okay, so do we just say okay? Forget those little keys. I don't understand that. It's playing and. I tell Tira to you're, you're matching the it. keyboard. Yeah, you need to rage at the keyboard. Yeah, maybe I will. <laughs> rage, I rage, rage against this machine. Okay, okay. I had an idea a minute ago. What if we played it backwards? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Okay, so that's. Oops, that's not it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens. Oh, all right. We play them in alternating, so it's it's uh it's um <laughs> we play it with our feet. Yeah. So it's it's the it's da da. Wait. Da da. Wait 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 wait. That spells dead. Wait. It's D E A D. Oh no. So you go over to the guy of the axe. Okay. Press press his button. What was, what was his, which one was his button? It, it was a wolf. It was a wolf. Press no. the wolf. Uh, like I, I explained this, it may have gotten lost in the excitement, but definitely uh, <laughs> four excitement. large buttons appeared by each. There's no marking on the buttons; they're just these yeah. Yeah, you go, projections go with, from the statue. Go with the axe press, guy and press yeah. his button. Okay, so I'm, yeah, okay, <laughs> the axe guy who's been killed. Okay, I press the axe guy's button. I poke his belly button. <laughs> <laughs> there is a there's a click. And as you reach for the button, you can feel the hairs on your arms stand up. What's going to happen? Uh, but there's a click, and then the other statue figures move slightly back to make room to provide the focus on the figure that stretched out on the slab. The figure lies in repose. A series of buttons is raised along his body. Each one crackles with that same weirdly invisible force that you can feel but can't see. There are seven buttons in all, one on his head, between his eyes, which now appear to be at rest, one on his chest, where a carved badge of insignia lies, one on each hand, on each of which is a ring, one on his axe, and one on each foot, which are covered with fine-looking boots. And this this sound plays. So wait, one on his head, one on his... Okay, so it's a... Oh, one of his axe. That's right. Okay. Play it again. So it's head, chest, chest axe, axe, hands, hands feet. feet. So that's seven of them. only five tones though I was thinking maybe um, we had to somehow correlate them with the buttons on his body uh, does it spell something uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the main note was that was clever babe the, the uh, main note was bum oh yeah so we, we're um, supposed to be figuring this out here <laughs> so after 30 seconds of you standing and looking befuddled yeah sorry the sorry. sound plays again We'll just have to wait another 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> we, fi- we figured out the first note. Yeah. <laughs> Time passes. Mm-hmm. 30, 30 seconds, seconds later. later. <laughs> 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 All right. One eternity. What does it spell? Okay. with a B. Yeah. Two. 
Oh, the one on his chest, not the X. The one on his chest. So I, I go and press the, <laughs> the button on his chest. <laughs> As you push the button on the badge, there's another click. The badge of insignia raises slightly. On its surface, you can see several items inscribed, each of which has a minuscule button next to it. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Now you can blow up the... <laughs> there's an axe, a bundle of sticks, a wolf's head, a bundle of grain, and a sword. Uh, I'll say those again. <laughs> I'll say those again. An axe, a bundle of sticks, uh-huh. a wolf's head, uh-huh. a bundle of grain, and a sword. So imagine the wolf's head in the middle, and there's a button there. And then on the left, there's a bundle of sticks left of the wolf's head, a bundle grain. of <laughs> grain to the right. Oh, grain. And an axe to the the axe to the left and the sword to the right of the bundles. Right. <laughs> we do this, not this have that. Not so, just, so, so there's, there's wolf, axe, sticks, grain, and sword. Yes. Wolf okay. in the center. Okay. So it let's get matter. that let's get that one pulled up. Oh no. <laughs> well, none of those can be scrawled with the letters with on the keyboard. Notes. <laughs> We have to like hit some notes that aren't on the yeah, on the, uh, the, uh, the X note. Yeah, the third dimension notes. <laughs> Play a W. That, that, that one key on your old piano. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> key. All right, here we go. <laughs> Thirty seconds pass. Thirty seconds. Wait, what? What is it? Face the wolf. Wolf. I press the wolf button. Wolf face. (laughs) Oh, wolf face. A deep, resonant chime sounds throughout the chamber. Dude. You have passed the challenge of wit. Nice. Oh, that's so cool. The metal structure inside the clear case now kicks in even more, and the whine becomes almost <laughs> inaudible as the glow intensifies. Oh, dear. There's a grating sound, and in the chamber's outer ring, on which you stand, rises gently but straight up. Uh, the statue disappears from sight as you rise, so it's like the ring is just rising up like this, and you're you're standing on the edge. Peter falls to his uh, rump. Okay, so you're, you're just leaning against the wall and sitting down? Yep. Okay. Well said. Mine of the You're moving smoothly upward at some unknown speed. After a matter of minutes, the conveyance comes to a stop. A door opens on what what would have been the far side of the chamber that you were in, and cool mountain air floods into the chamber. (sighs) Outside the chamber, you can see the mountain's peak. And the sun shines brightly through. It's still morning time, believe it or not. (laughs) After all that. (laughs) And somewhere down below on the mountain's western descent, you can hear a bird Calling. I hear the mountain singing. <laughs> is that what it is? Okay, this is me, not Tira. <laughs> she doesn't get all too like that. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see the sun for a little while since we walked in here. I'd like to go outside. The, the gruff dwarven barbarian. <gasps> is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's me. Aw, Bash is so excited to be on the air okay. again. You stroll out, okay. and you find yourself on an elevated stone pathway that leads to a platform about ten feet away, in the middle of which is a single stone with a hollow on top of it. The stone is about three feet tall, two feet on each side, and roughly squared. It a appears, hollow in it. it like, like a depression in the top okay, of the stone well the top, and gotcha. you do see something poking up just slightly above okay i'm gonna walk right up there yeah same mm-hmm. <laughs> as i waddle <laughs> i thought that was the dwarves <laughs> oh yeah yeah tiara waddles i stride <laughs> <laughs> purposefully mm-hmm. with 
reason. As you, uh, I'm sorry, in the hollow, you find a roll of parchment. Mm. It's a treasure map. There are wooden rods that project from its rolled up length. Uh, they appear to be made of a dark, expensive looking wood. I'm going to take it and look at it. All right, Tira reaches in and grabs the roll of parchment. As you unfurl it, you find you're looking at a map. It's a treasure map. It appears to be the outline of a continent, but there isn't a lot of detail. The only thing that really draws your eye are several stars, two in the southeastern part of the continent and two in the more western parts. Also, across the top of this parchment is a series of characters. There are nine on the left side, upper left corner, in a row. Then there's a figure of a sun and moon, half sun and half moon squished together. Okay. And on the right side, there's another nine figures. Uh, as you're studying the map, you feel a sense of peace wash over you. And then you hear a familiar voice. And <laughs> I think we're going to end. No. 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 <laughs> All right. That's it for our episode this evening. I want to go through some experience points here real quick for... Figuring out the challenge of resolve, the challenge of compassion, and the challenge of wit, I'm going to award you 40 experience points. <gasps> That's 40 experience points should move each of you beyond the mark you need for second level. Yes. So should I just set it at zero? Uh, no. What, what happens is whatever... You have over 100, mm -hmm. just becomes your new amount that goes toward the next level. Right. All right. So if it's it just wraps around, basically. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so you're a certain number of experience points into second level, and then you just pick up from there. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, yeah, that's, that's going to be uh, the experience points, the base experience points. Now let's talk about things that you think other people did well or boast about something you did. Has Michael... Uh, Gained enough award for the rope thing, or can he get some more experience for yeah, tossing got, that stone? He rope got inspiration against. for you it. You got an inspiration I because I gave that in yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's in fine. game. Yeah, that's fine. Didn't okay. do you any good in the end. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it did because I rolled a seven, and I mean, I guess if it was a one, it would have it would have only helped. Yeah, that would have been uh, better if it was a one because that that would have been a failure, <laughs> and we could have. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have used the inspiration point. We could have used it like a. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, um, she got the resolve almost I know, immediately. I was the first yeah, one to yeah, get yeah, resolve. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and also just mom's excellent uh, role playing just for all of it, really. And the, and the piano playing. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's. <laughs> Why don't you take five experience points for all that? Um, Let's see. <gasps> Bash figured out the stag head thing very quickly. Yeah. Very quickly, yeah. when I didn't even know it was happening. <laughs> Tears just cross eyed. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, take five for that too. Uh -huh. Yeah. Mm. All right. Any other XP awards? Um, Anything else you want to nominate yourself for? Someone else? For me, just being a good person. <laughs> <laughs> You Thane or you, you get Peter? One Thane point. Both. <laughs> <laughs> you get one shoot buck. <laughs> <laughs> one shoot buck. <laughs> okay. I got nothing. All right. Well, this good. was this was a trying episode <laughs> for a number of reasons, but I especially was excited about getting you into this challenge because yeah. I really like the puzzles. I made all of them up. And I had a lot of fun doing that. They were really good. They were uh, dope. So yeah. it, uh, hopefully they will translate for a listening audience yeah. and make sense. If they don't, please feel free to ask us about it on our Twitter feed at Stack of Dice. And we are happy with the way this game is going. We just want you all to be happy to be along with us on this ride. Mm -hmm. We're having fun and we hope you are too as we build this story together. We'll see you next time here at Stack of Dice. Stack of Dice.